This is the Yonkazine Brief with Peter Hoffland. In this edition of the Onkazine Brief, I'm talking with Monter Majubi, Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of the Executive Board of Innate Pharma, a clinical stage oncology-focused biotech company dedicated to improving treatment and clinical outcomes for patients through therapeutic antibodies that harness the immune system to fight cancer. Innate Pharma's broad pipeline of antibodies includes several potentially first-in-class clinical and preclinical candidates in cancer with high unmet medical needs. The company, based in the south of France, has been a pioneer in the understanding of the biology of natural killer cells, also known as NK cells, and has expanded its expertise in the tumor microenvironment and tumor antigens, as well as antibody engineering. This innovative approach has resulted in a diversified portfolio and major alliances with leaders in the biopharmaceutical industry, including Bristol-Myers Squibb, Novo Nordisk, Sanofi, and a multi-product collaboration with AstraZeneca. I'm Peter Hofland, and this is the Oncosine Brief. The Oncosine Brief is developed in collaboration with our online journal Oncosine at oncosine.com, where you can find additional information and the latest news about cancer, cancer diagnosis and treatment, and cancer prevention. For information on how to support the program, visit our website at oncosine.com. And if you're living in the United States and want to receive our newsletter, text the word CANCER to 66866. And we will make sure that you'll receive our newsletter, which includes an overview of the latest news in oncology and hematology. This is the Alcazine Brief with Peter Hoffland. The immune system is a host defense system that protects the body against foreign invaders, such as viral and bacterial pathogens, and plays a role in cancer prevention by eliminating mutated cells before they become tumors. It is a complex system that can be divided into two collaborative arms, the innate and adaptive immune system. As a part of the innate immune system, NK cells, or natural killer cells, are involved in the body's first line of defense. They have the ability to recognize and destroy cancer cells. They also produce cytokines that shape the multicellular immune response involving dendritic cells and T cells, and ultimately leads to a long-lasting immune control of tumors. And as the name indicates, Innate Pharma has occupied a unique position in this field and the company scientists have published research in multiple scientific journals, highlighting the company's expertise in NK cells modulation. Innate Pharma has a large pipeline of investigational agents. One of these agents is Lacutumab, which is currently in clinical trials for the treatment of cutaneous T-cell lymphoma, an orphan disease. This disease has a poor prognosis with few efficacious and safe therapeutic options at advanced stages. In today's episode of the Oncosine Brief, I'm talking with Mantar Majubi, Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of the Executive Board about the company. Mantar, welcome to the Oncosine Brief. Let me start with asking you, you have a long history in oncology. Why did you choose oncology as a career? And maybe related to this, you've worked for a number of large pharmaceutical companies. Why did you ultimately choose to work for a clinical stage oncology-focused biotech company. Thank you, Peter. I'm oncologist by background. Actually, my mom was nurse in, in a cancer center 
And actually, she's the one probably who inoculated this virus to me. I was passionate about cancer and kids since I was a kid, actually. And I, I started as a physician, trained in particular in, in Gustave Roussy in, in, in France. I have a, a passion for this disease. And actually, when I decided to join the pharma about 30 years ago, exactly this year, I decided to stay in oncology. I had so many opportunities to have careers outside oncology. And I always said no, because this is my passion. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm here for. And I, I had the privilege to work with great teams, great companies at Genentech, uh, Roche Genentech, I should say, in Sanofi, in AstraZeneca, where I, I had the opportunity to shape and build up the oncology portfolio with, with my colleagues there. And about five years ago, actually, I had the opportunity to join Innate Pharma. And let me say this, after 25 years in big pharma, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to basically get into a, 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 a small biotech where I can not only shape the whole company, but take it from a pure research engine to more classic integrated biotech. And Innate Pharma, actually, I could check all the boxes for it. And in particular, this was a company that is dedicated to cancer and to immunotherapy for cancer. As mentioned, Innate Pharma is a clinical stage oncology-focused biotech company focusing on the development of novel drugs designed to improve the treatment and clinical outcomes for patients through therapeutic antibodies that harness the immune system to fight cancer. Can you tell me a bit about the company and what you're developing? Yeah, actually, Peter, the company was created exactly 22 years ago now here in the south of France in, in a campus called Lumini with a bunch of scientists and entrepreneurs with basically one, I should say, basic but fundamental belief that innate immunity and in particular NK cells are of paramount in the cascade of reactions that lead to an immune response against cancer. And the company from day one, actually, was dedicated to immunotherapy and immunotherapy for cancer. But of course, the same immune system could eventually apply in other therapeutic areas. Now, the immune system is complex and there are many companies working in this field. What is your main development focused on? Our priority is actually immunotherapy and NK cells and ways to boost and unleash NK cells into this cascade of reaction that lead to the uh, immune response against cancer. Now, if you look at pharma, and I guess in particular biotechnology, what you see is that there are a number of large pharma companies and a lot of smaller clinical stage companies. To succeed, partnerships with both large pharma as well as academia is important. How important is that for you? And what does the partnership mean for the science and technology that you're developing? That's a great question. I, I, I would start by saying... For a company of our size and to some extent also to fulfill our ambition, partnership is a must. And actually, we've been really good in establishing collaboration and partnership with academia first, but also with a biopharma company over the last uh, 15 years. And, and I, I should say this is for us important for at least two reasons. Number one, 
partnering with the large pharmaceutical company is a validation of our science. And I think we've been good at establishing collaboration with uh, BMS, Novo Nordisk, AstraZeneca, Sanofi, all big names. And of course, the fact that those companies actually pick our products and have collaboration and BD with Innate Pharma, it's a validation of our scientific approach. But at the same time, it's a way to finance the company because the capital we, we get from those milestones and upfront payment is reinvested into, into our early stage pipeline. And just one number. In the last 10 years, we received $600 million from those collaboration and partnership, more than, more than what we get from capital raise on, on the financial market. So partnership is of essence and actually is part of our business model. As you said, drug development is expensive, right? Indeed, and we, we have a very strong financial position, so we can support our development plan. And as a matter of fact, we, we decided to really drive near and long-term value with Lakutamab on one side and our NKCL Engager platform on the other side. Let's take a break. If you're just joining us, in this episode of the Oncogene Brief, I'm talking with Monter Marjubi, Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of the Executive Board of Innate Pharma. I'm Peter Hoffelands, and this is the Oncogene Brief. Each day, researchers make new discoveries that bring us closer to the moment when all cancer patients can become survivors. Some days they take small steps. Others' huge discoveries lead to giant leaps forward. This progress, both small steps and giant leaps, happens with the help of clinical trials. Clinical trials are a fundamental path to progress and the brightest torch researchers have to light their way towards better treatments. And if you've been diagnosed with cancer, they may be your brightest ray of hope. Clinical trials introduce new hope in addition to the current standard of care by allowing researchers to provide participants access to cutting-edge and potentially life-saving treatments. So if you're interested in exploring new treatment options while helping to light the path for other patients, clinical trials may be the best choice for you. Speak with your doctor and visit standuptocancer.org slash clinical trials to learn more about clinical trials. Together, we can stand up for all of us. This is the Alkazine Brief with Peter Hoffland. And welcome back. This is the Alkazine Brief. If you're just joining us, in today's episode of the Alkazine Brief, I'm talking with Monter Majubi, Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of the Executive Board of Innate Pharma. Innate Pharma is a clinical stage oncology-focused biotech company dedicated to improving treatment and clinical outcomes for patients through therapeutic antibodies that harness the immune system to fight cancer. Let's switch gears a bit. We all have seen very promising drug development in oncology and other therapeutic areas coming out of academia. Some of these developments have resulted in very powerful new treatment options. If there are scientists in academia with great ideas and promising science, what would you advise them, these academic scientists, to do if they want to take their development a step further? maybe in the direction of a small startup biotech company, for example? I should say focus and execution. 
And, and, and last but not least, actually, be reasonable or realistic about how much you can achieve. In other words, I mean, our clinical development is, is not easy. It's costly. It's risky. And it's expensive. So if you want to go, go there, better you really target. That's what I would say to someone from academia. Better you really target a specific indication. You have a strong and solid scientific rationale because you, you, you won't have many shots. You have one shot at goal because you, you, you can't survive if you, if you just go all over the place. So need to focus, need to prioritize, need to maybe execute in, in a very sharp and, and smart manner because clinical development and drug development, as you know, is, is a risky business. And, and even for a company of our size, that's why we, we do partnership. Because to be honest, look, I don't have the means and, and the capability today to do a large phase three study in lung cancer. I can't, I can't afford it. So if I don't have a partner like Sanofi or a partner like AstraZeneca, I, it's going to be, you know, a mess. I need to have the partners to help us do it. Another indication where we target, we target rare diseases, orphan, you know, indications, we can eventually do it ourselves. And that's what we are doing with Lekutamab. It's a very good example. I can, I can speak to, to that because it's really, how to say, a real-life experience. So Lekutamab is a first-class class antibody that targets tumor antigen that is expressed on T-cell lymphoma. Okay? When I came to Innate five years ago, I remember the first portfolio review, the team presented the, the first preliminary data from the phase one, because we were basically starting our phase one program. And do you remember the first patient in the first dose level responded? I mean, I, I've, I've done so many phase one in my life. I know that it's rare to have those yeah. type tumor shrinkage from basically the first dose level. And this patient in particular had a, a really a, a very aggressive form of cutaneous T-cell lymphoma, which is called Cesare syndrome. This is the leukemic form of cutaneous T-cell lymphoma, very hard to treat. The patient basically went to complete remission. I said to the guys, look, this is a medicine, guys. We need really to focus our effort to bring this product to the patient. And actually... The compelling phase one data that we generated in, in Cesare syndrome that were published in Lancet Oncology two years ago led FDA on one side and EMEA on the other side to grant us fast-track designation and prime for this drug so we can accelerate its development. And of course, our approach is to have this fast-to-market strategy in Cesare syndrome because it's a, it's a low-hanging fruit, if I may say, because that's high-end met medical need, no standard of care, and we have shown significant improvement in phase one. But the plan, of course, is to expand to other forms of T-cell lymphoma, in particular, not just the cutaneous T-cell lymphoma, but the peripheral T-cell lymphoma. And this is about 20% of non-Hodgkin lymphoma that are of T-cell origin, and there is a high met medical need especially for those who express the target, which is K3DLT. And, and this is the typical example of drug that we can develop ourselves. But at one point in time, if we are to expand beyond Cesare syndrome and beyond mycosis fungoides, and if we go into large solid tumor indication, which is not the case for Lacritamab, but just responding to your first question, I think we have to be realistic and partnership is probably the way to go. 
Now, the partnerships that you're developing for Innate Pharma have been crucial for the development of your platform technology and the drug pipeline. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely correct, actually. We have this partnership with Sanofi, with our MKCL engager. So this is a multi-specific antibody that basically target uh, tumor antigen on one side, NKP46, which is an activator receptor that is expressed on NK cells. And the idea is basically to bring NK cells into the tumor bed. So they can not only have an anti-tumor activity on site, but of course kick the cascade of reaction that lead to the overall adaptive response and the T-cell responses. And we started this collaboration with, with Sanofi because we needed to have know-how and expertise, including into the CMC field, so we can really expedite or accelerate the uh, preclinical development of this, of this drug. And we are really proud and, and uh, happy that Sanofi recently made the decision to progress this candidate, APS6101, into IND-enabling uh, studies. This is the first candidate actually to emerge from our multi-specific NKCL engaging platform, and we are very excited to see it enter into the clinic. And this is typically what we what we gain from partnership. If we had to do it ourselves, it may take longer, and I'm sure that we have all know-how in house. Over the past decades, we have seen the development of drugs like checkpoint inhibitors, and while these are very powerful drugs. We've also seen that not all patients benefit from treatment with these agents. What is needed to make sure that the immune system, for example, can be used to fight cancer? Only a small fraction of patients benefit today from those PD-1 and PDL1 inhibitors. The vast majority of the patients, even in, in those tumors that are sensitive to Pembro and Nevo, they, they progress. And there is a need for a next generation of, of drugs. We think, we believe, we are convinced that uh, the next generation of immunotherapy agent will come from NKCL engager. And in particular, I, I think the ability for those NKCL not only to, as I said, do the job, because you think of your NKCL as your special forces, actually. They go on the ground to clear the way and create the appropriate environment so the T-cell soldiers can come in and do the job. And, and that's exactly the point. I mean, NK cells go immediately on the ground. They have a, a direct cytotoxicity to kill cancer cells, but at the same time, they release all sorts of cytokines that, of course, not only prime, you know, dendritic cells, but keep the whole kind of reaction that lead to a powerful, sustainable, comprehensive T-cell reaction that, of course, is of uh, uh, paramount in order to destroy those cancer cells. And uh, today, actually, not only preclinical data, but uh, emerging uh, evidence of early but quite a strong a signal that activating NK cells, enriching NK cells, and bringing those NK cells into the tumor bed is not only effective in producing a tumor shrinkage, but could eventually even produce a sustainable response. Again, it's, it's probably early days, but you have seen yourself probably at ACR, basically, the interest 
that many teams are, you know, focusing now on NK cells in the innate community. And we are delighted because for, for many years we were the only ones uh, sort of pioneers in the desert. Today we have uh, multiple teams, academic, but also other companies who are working in this field. And we believe that NK cells and those type of antibodies will become part of the armatorium that we will uh, need to treat. Because I'm not saying that they will replace PD-1 and PDL1 inhibitors, but they will be probably uh, in addition to be combined or to be used as part of the immunotherapy for cancer. Let's take a short break, and then we're back with Monter Marjubi, Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of the Executive Board of Innate Pharma. Sarcoma. Odds are you've never heard that word before. But for the 40 people diagnosed with sarcoma every day, it is a life-changing word. Life-changing and devastating because sarcoma is cancer. Sarcoma is a cancer of bone and soft tissue more prevalent in children than in adults. More than 6,000 people lose their lives to sarcoma each year. Treatment options for sarcoma are limited and new therapies are desperately needed. More research and increased awareness is necessary to find a cure for a cancer that you probably didn't even know existed until now. Through awareness, advocacy, and research, the Sarcoma Foundation of America is determined to help those affected by this forgotten cancer, to bring hope to the children and adults whose lives are forever changed by a word they had never heard before. Please help us in the fight to find the cure for sarcoma. For more information on sarcoma and the work of the Sarcoma Foundation of America, please go to curesarcoma.org. This is the Alkazine Brief with Peter Hoffland. The possibility of getting cancer is pretty scary. And when cancer hits, where do you get the right information about diagnosis and treatment? Who helps you understand that it's okay to be afraid and that it's okay to be scared? I'm Paul Schmidt, and this is the Alkazine Brief. Each week, we'll update you about the latest news and information about cancer and cancer treatment. We'll help you with suggestions on how you can talk to your doctor and ask the important questions you need to know so you can take the right steps in planning your treatment. We'll ask the experts and tell you what you need to know and why it matters. To learn more, text the word CANCER to 66866 and we'll email you our free newsletter or visit www.oncazine.com. The Oncazine Brief is produced by Sun Valley Communication in association with Physicians Weekly and the American Association of Medical Education. And welcome back. In today's episode of the Oncogene Brief, I'm talking with Monter Marchubi, Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of the Executive Board of Innate Pharma. Innate Pharma is a clinical stage oncology-focused biotech company dedicated to improving treatment and clinical outcomes for patients through therapeutic antibodies that harness the immune system to fight cancer. I'm Peter Hofland, and this is the Oncogene Brief. The platform technology that you're developing is a versatile modular platform, which may yield multiple therapeutic agents. Tell me a little bit more about this. This is the beauty of this platform, actually. Uh, it's, a, it's a versatile. It's a, it's a multi-specific antibody where you have on one hand the NK cell engager, and we use two activating receptors that are uh, expressed on the surface of NK cell, CD16, 
and NKP46. And by the way, NKP46 is the most specific and probably also the most stable activating receptor for NK cells. So that's basically the guarantee that you bring your NK cells to the tumor bed. And on the other side, you can change any tumor antigen and you have as many um, NK cell engager and antibody as you want. So, uh, of course, with Sanofi, we have already announced APA61. We have another drug candidate that is in development with them. We did not disclose the tumor antigen because they don't want to disclose. We have a, a similar collaboration with AstraZeneca. We are developing, again, another NK cell engager specific with a tumor antigen that uh, is not disclosed. And we have our own proprietary antibody that we are developing for ourselves with uh, a tumor antigen that we did not disclose. So as you said, it's really versatile and modular. We can, we can develop as many uh, as we want. And as a matter of fact, we can establish as many partnerships as we want. Cancer is a complex disease and you are targeting a very complex disease within cancer. Are you working on developing combination strategies in which the agents that you're developing are working in tandem with other agents? Yeah, again, a very, very important question and how we are thinking of combination strategy. Because at the end of the day, yes, this, is, this is not as simple as we, as we, we think. It's, it's, it's a complex, uh, uh, sophisticated disease and the approach not only may require multiple arms and multiple tools or weapons, if I may say, but the, the whole idea is to, to make sure that, uh, as you see it in, in this cartoon that we have in our, in our corporate presentation, we, we, we try to tackle actually three approaches in this manipulation or in this mobilization of NK cells. On one hand, we believe that there are some NK cells that are completely blocked by checkpoint inhibitors, similar to what we know on PD-1, PD-L1. And we, we want to develop, and we are developing antibodies that basically unleash those NK cells so they can do the job. Okay? So that's one approach, and actually one of the, the drugs that is in clinical development, even in phase three today, is a drug called monolizumab. It's in phase three in partnership with AstraZeneca. So that's one way, basically. And this approach is, is not limited, actually, to NK cells because the same uh, checkpoint is expressed also on a subset of CD8-positive T cells. So basically, with one drug, you can unleash NK cells, but also unleash a subset of T cells who express the tag. So that's one, way, one approach. The second one is uh, the lacutamab approach, where basically we take uh, a tumor antigen, in this case, we have K3DL2, which is expressed on, on, uh, on T-cell lymphoma, and we develop an antibody that basically uh, binds to the tumor, the, the tumor cells, but at the same time uh, bind to NK cells through CD16 and, and kill the drug by ADCC, okay, by bringing those NK cells to, to kill. And the last approach is the, the NK cell engager platform that I talked about, where basically you traffic your NK cells from the blood, you target them through the NKP46, you bring them into the tumor bed where they will search for the tumor antigen that you have decided to target and you have 
a direct cytotoxicity within the tumor bed, but at the same time, the NK cells start releasing specific cytokines that kick the whole cascade of reaction that lead to the T-cell response. And so you see that basically by acting on three different approaches through the NK cell innate immunity cycle, you can have basically three types of antibodies that in theory you could combine, yes. The question is, too early to know exactly at what stage of the disease and what tumor types. I think it's 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 something that clinical data first to better understand, learn, and how to combine. Let's take a short break and then we're back with Monter Marjubi, Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of the Executive Board of Innate Pharma. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is encouraging cancer patients and survivors to be extra cautious during the COVID-19 pandemic. Cancer treatment, especially chemotherapy, weakens the immune system, making you at higher risk of severe illness. Dr. Lisa Richardson is director of the CDC's Division of Cancer Prevention and Control. Take these steps to stay healthy. Wash your hands often with soap and water. Clean and disinfect frequently touched surfaces daily. Stay home. If you must leave, keep at least six feet between you and others. Avoid touching your face, eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. If your temperature is 100.4 or higher, call your doctor. Use CDC's coronavirus self-checker to help you make decisions about seeking medical care. Make sure your caregivers and household members are aware of your higher risk and take precautions. Visit cdc.gov backslash coronavirus and preventcancerinfections.org for more health tips. This is the Alkazine Brief with Peter Hoffland. And welcome back. This is the Yonkersin Brief. If you're just joining us, in today's episode of the Yonkersin Brief, I'm talking with Monter Majubi, Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of the Executive Board of Innate Pharma. Innate Pharma is a clinical stage oncology-focused biotech company dedicated to improving treatment and clinical outcomes for patients through therapeutic antibodies that harness the immune system to fight cancer. As part of your development program, you're not only working on the development of a drug that targets a very complex disease within oncology, but you're also making it harder on yourself to target an orphan disease. It's very important that I I clarify this point. I think for Lekutamab, our approach is the following. The reason why we, we pick the orphan rare disease is very simple. It's basically the proof of concept that the drug works. Because right. in, this, in this form of cutaneous T-cell lymphoma, which is called Cesare syndrome, basically almost 90%, not 90%, it's 90 to eventually even 100% of the patient express the target. And, and that's why we saw, we saw basically responses from the first patient first dose in the phase one. It works. So we use this indication as a proof of concept and a way to go quicker to the market. And, and actually, that's why the FDA immediately in 2019 and uh, EMEA last year decided to grant Lacritamab uh, fast-track designation and prime because they saw the signal and basically the message is generate more data and potentially no need for 
the long-run phase three studies. But in the same time we are doing this, we decided to immediately expand and start clinical trials in other forms of cutaneous T-cell lymphoma, or eventually in peripheral T-cell lymphoma, which are more frequent and, of course, more attractive potentially for a partner. As a matter of fact, as I said, cutaneous T-cell lymphoma, it's about 4,000 new patients every year, and peripheral T-cell lymphoma, it's 18,000 new patients every year in the U.S. and five EU. So all of a sudden, you move from a rare disease to a quite substantial chunk of the market that is today not addressed because you have this patient that express this tumor antigen, but there is no, we are the first in class actually, there is no other drug that is being developed. So yes, it's, it's, it's true what you are saying about the challenge of going after a rare disease, but in the same time, I think the beauty of going after a rare disease is that uh, it's small, it doesn't cost you the same price as if you go after a, a large indication. It's a rare disease and you don't have that much competition. While if you try to develop a drug in breast cancer or ovarian cancer, it is really a challenge today. And finally, you can afford it from, a, from an economic viewpoint because we're talking about small, you know, phase two studies that do not cost the hundreds of millions that you may need to have, you know, large phase three study with 1,000 or 2,000 patients in lung cancer or CRC. So the strategy is to develop a proof of concept confirming that the technology and the therapeutic agents that are based on the technology platform are not only working, but that they're efficacious and safe. Yeah, absolutely. For K3DL2, definitely, this is, this is the, the objective. I mean, we, we go after a small indication in order to show it works when the target is there. And then, of course, you, you have more, uh, how to say, confidence in going after a larger indication, provided that you have the tumor antigen. Now, in conclusion, tell me a bit about the clinical trials program of the agents that you're developing. We announced earlier this year, I think uh, it was in February, that in ongoing phase two trial, we, we've reached the three specified number of responses before we expand the trial. So that's a good sign. It means that the drug works even outside Cesarean syndrome. Just to go to your, your point about proof of concept, it works in Cesarean syndrome, but we have already announced that in mycosis fungoides, which is a, a much larger form of cutaneous T-cell lymphoma, we, we got an early signal of activity before half of the uh, patient needed for that phase two trial were recruited. And actually, we will be presenting an update or the preliminary data from this study this year. And of course, based on those data, hematologists are now ready to go with two uh, phase two studies, one in the US and one in Europe, testing lacutamab in uh, peripheral T-cell lymphoma. So this is the kind of uh, larger, of course, uh, uh, indication. So just to basically illustrate what you said, the proof of concept is basically the way to open the door to expand beyond the smallish indication to much larger indication that, of course, are more attractive, but also where the admit need is also uh, very high. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Peter. 
Brief HER2 is an established therapeutic target for a number of cancers. During the 2021 annual meeting of the American Association for Cancer Research, scientists presented the study of ongoing clinical trials with a new HR2-targeted bispecific antibody. The drug, called Zanadatamab, is currently being evaluated in global Phase 1, Phase 2, and pivotal clinical trials as a best-in-class treatment for patients with HER2-expressing cancers. It has also been granted breakthrough therapy designation for biliary tract cancer from the FDA as well as two fast-track designations, one for previously treated or recurrent HER2-positive biliary tract cancer and another for first-line gastroesophageal adenocarcinoma in combination with standard-of-care chemotherapy. Next time on the Oncazine Brief. In this episode of the Oncazine Brief, I spoke with Monter Marjubi, Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of the Executive Board of Innate Pharma. For more information about the company, visit the company's website at innate-pharma.com. For us here at the Oncosium Brief, we want to thank you, our listeners, sponsors, and advertisers, for your ongoing support. Your support makes it possible that you can hear this program via PRX, Public Radio Exchange, and in the United Kingdom and mainland Europe via UK Health Radio. And you can also download the program via podcast and streaming media, including iTunes and Spotify. For more information about supporting the Oncazine Brief, go to Oncazine at Oncazine.com. If you're living in the United States and want to receive our newsletter, text the word CANCER to 66866, and we will make sure that you'll receive our newsletter, which includes an overview of the latest news in oncology and hematology. Thank you all, and thank you for listening. And join us again next time. I'm Peter Hofland, and this is the Oncazine Brief. The Oncazine Brief is produced by Sun Valley Communication in association with Physicians Weekly and the American Association of Medical Education. Support for the Oncazine Brief comes from listeners of this station and our commercial underwriters and advertisers. For more information about advertising, underwriting, and sponsoring options, visit Oncazine at www.oncazine.com forward slash underwriting. The Oncazine Brief contains health and medical-related information and is provided for educational and entertainment purposes only. The content in this program is not intended as a substitute for professional medical or health advice and does not replace your doctor's advice and guidance. Your doctor is the best person to answer questions about your personal health. If you hear something in this program that doesn't agree with what your doctor has told you, ask him or her about it.